yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the Daily Mayhem Podcast. I am your host, Jack Package, and uh, we're coming with some special content today. I've got a couple of guests. I'm going to get right into it this morning. Um, with me uh, on the cast here today, I've got, uh, I'm, I'm not, it's going to be a little different. I'm not the host this time. I'm doing the intro, and I'm going to turn it over to our buddy Rick Moran, who was missing from Pinehurst. And I'm going to put my captain's hat on. With me on the podcast today, I've got Ken Preeti. Ken, hey, how are you doing? Are you there? Morning, Package. Always great to be on the podcast again. It's like a second home to me. Or a third home, I should say. Third home, because you already have to. And uh, Kenny was the captain of uh, the opposing team, Preeti Blinders. Uh, I was the captain of, uh, what the hell was the name of our team? Whiskey Business. And so, uh, without further ado, as the two captains, I'm going to turn it over to Rick Moran. Ricky, are you there? I am here, ready to go. All right, welcome, Rick. So uh, the cast is yours. I am just Captain Jack. We'll uh, keep you high tonight. Is that the way that goes? At times. Um, so what we're going to do here, we're just going to want to get both captains, and we're going to just do a postmortem on, uh, on the event. What, uh, you know, the mistakes that were made. As we all know, mistakes <laughs> are made, right? Uh, and how we feel, maybe some second guessing about what we could have done better. So uh, we'll start off on day one. So day one, these matchups are always unique because the day one matchups, for people that may not know, they're totally agreed upon by the two captains. So both captains say, yes, I love these matchups. These are my match. There's no somebody matches up something at what will happen in the other events, and you have no choice. So... The first matchup we'll discuss that got rolled out is Evans Denora against McCann and Crumple. That was the first one. So what were your thoughts there on matching them up? Those those look like, and there was probably also the two big match. That's the big matchup right, right there. That's the big boys. Yeah, uh, Kenny, you want me to jump in there first, bud? Yeah, why don't you go first? You were the victorious team on that side. You should probably take that one for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, um, you know, I'll, I'll get into this. I'll, we, we can break down this match here in a second, Ricky. But, you know, the, like you said, we negotiate what we think, two gentlemen captains, myself and Ken, negotiate what we think will be fair matchups. And it was clear the talent was really on the whiskey business side. I mean, we, we negotiated, uh, you know, what we thought would be fair matchups, and um, the whiskey business came out victorious at the end of day one. This matchup was absolutely the star of the show. This was, um, this was the headliner. I think that Alan Evans uh, is, is just suited for this format of golf, um, has been a super consistent golfer. I'm sure that's what Kenny was thinking. Uh, Tim McCann, uh, for, as far as our team goes, one of the more consistent golfers. Um, Kremple, also steady Eddie, hits the ball big. And then was it Denora was the other guy. So, I mean, yeah, a couple. Of, this was just a, a match full of bombers, a, ba- a match full of guys that play a lot of golf, I think, back home. A match full of guys that um, are pretty consistent, seem to have pretty good records. Good chemistry amongst them, and I just thought it was a. We thought it was a good fair matchup, Kenny. Anything? Any no, I, I, I think that? you know when I saw they were the first ones out, 
uh, we so and my group, John, you and I were playing right behind them. And it was like watching a, you know, a, a price fight. You could you could just tell that it was back and forth. Um, I have to tell you, as the captain of the the pretty blinders, I got a little nervous when I heard the score that, that Evans was getting swept up in front. Steady Allen Evans and, and the big giraffe were getting swept. Um, and it, it made me a little nervous thinking about what might happen, especially as a segue uh, into what I knew was happening in the match in which we and, were both playing. Yeah, so to, to set the pace, so what ended up happening in that match was it was a sweep. Uh, McCann Crimple swept. Uh, they they were the two low scores of the day, a 74 to 76. Uh, they actually, they got swept, but they lost by one hole on each nine. So yeah. it's those sweeps sometimes are a, a little, you know, off the mark. Um, that does roll us to the next one, which was... Pretty Dwyer, Monty Sachs. Yeah. Now, yeah. And this had the highest golf score of the entire event, right? It did. It did. Of the entire uh, event or of day one? Of, of the, the entire, entire event. event. Well, this was the event. highest scoring day. There was uh, one, two, three. There were four of everybody that didn't play in that first matchup shot in the 80s. Well, Nobody yeah. was in the 70s, so it must so, have been a tough course. I'll tell you was, this. I'll, I'll tell I was going to say, this, the course was, um, what was Southern Pines? Is that right, Kenny? Yep, yep. David Donald Ross, Ross course. Ross. Uh, it had been restored. Donald Ross, of course, the architect of the famous Pinehurst courses. And he's he, he, he does a lot of false front greens, these turtle shell greens, tough to hold. And, you know, you, you mentioned in the match one how it was, you know, one hole – on the front nine was the difference and one hole on the back nine. And that leads to a sweep. It's when you're in these competitions and you're actually taking the golf seriously, you know, when you burn an edge on a putt or you leave one, you get the line, right, but it stops a half a rotation short and you don't get those in. That's the difference in a lot of these matches. And, um, that day was a tricky day. It was hard to hold the greens and, uh, Ken, I, I listen. I, I, actually, I, were you paired with Dave right that day, and he yep. chipped the ball up and it rolled back to his feet? It was like, um, it's just a, it's a crazy tough course. I enjoyed it. The, um, the course itself, the infrastructure, the clubhouse was dog shit, um, but I, I did like the course. But yeah, it's, it's, it's. Um, those those Donald Ross courses are tough, and and you've got like when. When you hear about somebody on a different hole chipping in, and, and and putting one in the cup, or you know sinking a forty foot putt, those are those are devastating. You know, you you it's hard to overcome those those huge shots from an opponent. Um, so it, when you say that that match was tight, I'm, I'm it's even tighter than the one hole on each side would would let it uh, would lead it to sound like right Ken? well and what's interesting about that hole before ken just to give the breakdown so it ended up being monty Sachs won the front tied the back won the overall uh the stats on that were they won according to this chart you only won three holes all day yeah is what this says three oh. holes all day but monty and Sachs only won five so Oh, yeah, well, a lot of me ties. And Dave, me and Dave came out hot, won the first hole. I was like, here we go. This is it, right? And um, after that, it was 
It was a, an abomination of golf from the captain, my, yours truly. I, yeah. I could not strike a golf ball straight or in the air. We didn't land on a green all day. And, uh, you know, I love my friend Dave, but his game is not around the greens. He's good at a lot of things, but, you know, the, the one-arm chipping and the Donald Ross course don't go well together. And, no, um, yeah, that's a, that is a bad combination. That's like, that's like uh, Steve Hardiman and tequila. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, we stayed in it. I think that was – we had – we had John Monahan that day, not Jack Package, and I felt like we could have jumped on them, and we just we 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 blew it. We blew it big time. And I was I was as down about. And John will say this. He drove in the car home with me. I was as down about golf as I've been in my life, driving home from that course. It, and you know it's it's tough, right? Because um, I think Sachs, you know, he he probably doesn't get out and play as as often as some of us do. I felt a lot of pressure. Um, with Aaron as a partner, and I love Aaron, a dear friend, maybe my oldest friend, longest friend in, in, on earth. Um, and you know, I always want to play well for him, and I just, I would, we just weren't like crisp that day, and that course kind of lends itself to that. Um, but Aaron um, did did plenty, contributed plenty, and it was a, you know, I was really pleased with the result of our match. But even that being said, as I recall. I mean, I think our match came down to like 17 or 18, didn't it, Kenny? And, yeah, we were um, up two with two to play on the back, and you guys won 17 and 18. Uh, and to took push the, the back. push the back and win the match. And so, win the overall. I mean, so. As bad as we all played, probably, it was still a tight match. It was still it was still Myrtle golf. That sounds like Myrtle golf. Yeah. 85s, <laughs> a lot of tied bogeys. Yeah. Uh, um, so after two, the first two matches, the – Whiskey business is uh, in, in good position. That leaves us with the last match of the day, and it's Danny Marsh making his triumphant return to golf, uh, matched with Reed, one of his very close friends, and they were going against Hardiman and the new guy, Meza. And yeah. uh, I, the, this, uh, this did not go well for, for uh, Hardiman and Meza. The new guy... Yeah, they check you checked his oil and he was low that's what yeah. I, so you know when i got when i arrived when we got into town on wednesday night there was a lot of questions a lot of questions pre-tournament ricky about walter mesa and was i stacking my team with a ring there were rumors and and um you know if there's one thing that jack package stands for it's integrity i think everybody knows that um i would never ever um sandbag a team or and i have too much respect for myrtle and pinehurst uh and, and the process of this tournament of everybody getting there and understanding how how difficult it is for everybody to get this on the calendar i would never do something to sabotage the teams or the tournament walter um is a absolutely prime time myrtle golfer i mean <laughs> needs a partner um can contribute Right, but uh, we've all had these days where the game just leaves you and it's not good. So there's a couple of things I'd like to say. Walter, it sounded like you know. First of all, I know he was nervously. Remember, think back to you know some of the other guys what they've said about their first time coming into a group. You don't know anybody. You want to play well. I'm sure he was nervous, but even more exciting. And I was really glad to hear about this. But 
you know, Danny had had a couple of tough runs in um, in Myrtle and had kind of bowed out. Back in high school, Danny was probably the best golfer of our circle of friends. Played on the high school golf team, was a solid golfer, and I just think through the years he wasn't putting in enough time to, uh, you know, to, a lot of the guys have really elevated their games. Danny kind of just didn't have that same commitment to the game or the, or the amount of time to spend. So I was super glad to hear that he played great. And Kenny, isn't that's the reports we got, right? Was that it was well, like Danny Marsh was it, it was, on. It was, it was, I knew we were in good shape in that match uh, when we played the cradle in the morning. Uh, text from Danny Marsh, I'm here, left his home in Virginia at 3.30 in the morning to drive to the cradle of golf. We get on this beautiful par three short course at, at this wonderful resort. Amazing. Amazing. And Danny Marsh is, it's like a time machine back to the early 2000s. And he was, he was sticking little wedges. And I said, this guy's he's, he's come to play. And I knew we were in good shape. Brian Reed, his little big security blanket. And so mm -hmm. I, I felt, mm -hmm. I, I said to Danny, I said, we're going to need, at the turn, we saw him. And I knew what we were doing. And I knew what had happened ahead of us a little bit. And I turned to Danny and I, 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 I took him aside as, as his captain and said, we need you. And he, yeah. he said, I got you. And he came yeah, in with the sweep. Uh, and I think, you know, again, Rick, when we're setting those day one matchups, I think, you know, and, and again, the spirit of the competition, right, was to get Danny. We want Danny on board. We want, you know, a quality Danny playing down there. And I don't think we could have gotten him with a better partner on day one, right, Ken? I mean, nope. he's... He he loves Wait. Reed. They're buddies from back home. He's Danny's the reason Reed's even on the trip, um, but Reed is you know very consistent, and he Reed's the kind of guy that one of you that your partner can take a couple of holes off, and he'll still keep you in the match. So well, and that's another match that was a sweep, but they won by one hole yeah. on each side. So it always looks worse than it is. So yep. we got day one in the books. We got uh, the the whiskey business had 13 points to the pretty blinders eight down five. So, Mr. Package, to you, I know you're a man who likes his Yukon gold potatoes, <laughs> and he wants to make his own pairing. So, these are your doing, correct? This is your masterpiece. There's nobody telling you, hey, I want I'm playing with this guy. None no. of that, right? It no, was no. All Jack Package tells you what tee box to show up on no. with who and that's it no sort of that was that was the intention and uh that was sort of my philosophy going in and it really it really didn't wind up being like that we were actually at maxi's having dinner i was sitting across from steve hardeman steve um had a little more input than I would like to have seen. <laughs> I didn't order the Yukon Gold. And we had some sweet potato tater tots that were fantastic, but something about the starchy foods and mouthy teammates, they all think they can chip in. <laughs> no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. So what we, we agreed to a couple of things. Um, so number one, um, so uh, give me your what you you put together. So well, you put I, together. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. You tell me if I'm wrong. But this okay. is what we were thinking. Okay. So first of all, I'm feeling pretty good. We we won a match with our big dogs. I'd been able to salvage a victory over over the, my opposing captain with Aaron Sachs. 
and Walter had struggled. So we're thinking, okay, you got to go two ways here. There's there's only one laid back dude on our team, and it's Krempel, right? So Krempel as a partner for Walter, Krempel's good enough to carry Walter if he if Walter falters, <laughs> and also laid back enough and sort of that ah eh, fuck it it's it's just golf bro don't worry about it to relax Walter so that was the key matchup and then Hardiman and I I think both of us felt like we hadn't played great that first day and we were like all right well we bounce back if we both bounce back um, we're gonna be a handful and unfortunately, we just didn't ham an egg when we played together. So who does that leave? It was Timmy and Sachs. Um, and that, that's, you know, that's a good pairing for Aaron. But the key to that day was, was the Walter thing. And then, and then the other thing, Rick, was the, the, the not being able to run people back. So you've got to start thinking because now you're, it's only a three-day tournament. And not only are you setting the day two matches, you're kind of looking forward to day three. Like, all right. If I play with Hardiman, who does that leave me? I've already played with Sachs. I've already played with Hardiman. Now, it only leaves me a couple of options on, on day three. So there was a lot going into that. Kenny, were you thinking the same things? Well, so let me get Kenny's style. So your style, as we just said, is I'm the captain now. This is what we're doing. This is how it's going. But it wasn't. And That's not what I did. I absolutely, Steve and I and uh, – I think maybe Walter was uh, was sitting there with us. You went with it takes kinda, a village. We it, we took a village, yeah. yeah and that's... also, I'll tell you, Rick, having the lead softened me a little bit. So you might, <laughs> well, see, this is this is the, what I'm trying to get bit. in these interviews. See, yeah, you're admitting yeah. to some yeah. frailty. Yeah, so, no, I am. Yeah. So Kenny, in years past, it has been the same. His style is, and Ken, you can correct me if I'm wrong after this, but your style has been, hey guys. You're playing with this guy. I'm playing with that guy. Shut up. Go there, play golf. I don't want to hear your opinions. Now, the problem with that style with this team of yours, you got a bunch of guys that got opinions. Like, everybody's got an opinion on your team. Now, were you were you able to keep your thumb on these guys, or was there an uprising and their opinions came up? Uh, I wouldn't say there was an uprising. Um, <laughs> you, you alluded to it, you know. Alan, um, that scene in the in the movie where the guy comes up to Tom Hanks and says, I'm the captain now. It's kind of right. what Alan did to me. Alan said, all right, we did it your way the first day. Here's what we're going to do. Um, Dave was angry at me because I had let him down on the golf course. You could you, there, you could feel the tension between me and Dwight. Cut it with a knife. Um, we're at Maxie's. Me and Dave sitting together with Timmy and Krempel. Both guys, they don't care who they're playing with or against. They, they are we playing golf tomorrow? McCann asked me. Hey, right? Rick, so, right? Rick, so I do, I do want to say, day one, it was fucking glorious sitting around without because we were ahead, you know, and then we were losing by a couple holes. But man, when Dave and Ken wouldn't make shots, there was a lot of tension between the two of them. Man, you would have loved it. You it know, I believe, uh, uh, I think a Mr. Vegas predicted that. Yeah, yeah. It was he tough. said there was going to be some problems. It was oh, tough. Vegas nailed that. Man, it was he tough. nailed that. There was some issues. It was. I mean, I would. Dave would hit first. And it was cart path only too, which absolutely. Oh, brutal! Yeah, that wasn't. Dave would hit first, 
And he wouldn't even wait for me to hit. He'd just walk away and go back to the cart and sit. Yeah, never seen that out of a partner. There was no encouragement from the partner. No, he would hit his shot and walk away to the cart. All right. So anyway, let's not belabor that. We got over that. Okay. So let me go through. Trying to gin up some extra heat for Myrtle. Well, he had every right to. I played the worst round of golf I've played since I was 15 years old, probably. So day two went as followed. We had the first one. There's a lot of close matches here, even in the sweeps. So you had Evans, Preeti. And so, Preeti, Ken, after you had your first bad day, you went, I want my little binky. I'm yep. going to Allen. Allen's <laughs> my binky, and I'm going to get him. And that went against Monty Hardiman. So you guys went against each other for day two. It yeah. ended up going front nine to the blinders, back nine tied. And overall, of course, to the blinders. And that yeah. was there was one whole difference between you guys, but they so, took all but one point. So here's what happened on day two. And let me I just I'm gonna talk you know, it's it is hard sometimes to talk about these other matches because we're only seeing our match. But let's just say that package overserved himself on uh, night one celebrating day <laughs> one's victory. And package was having to find every Porta potty on the toilet, on the courts, um, and was concerned about um, needing an extra golf towel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was a mess. And there was also a little tension. Rick, I don't think you've heard this yet, but so um, was was that the day we were playing the music, Kenny, right? That was the, oh, yeah. the day with the oh, hole. Yeah. So it was so we're playing music on like the eighth hole me and hardeman on our phone just playing it and kenny comes up and like a bitch is like do you mind turning that down when i'm hitting because it's kind of distracting and there's a lot of pressure right now that's not quite what happened. that's exactly what was said rick okay that's exactly what was said. Now, rick rick again i'm a package is a man of honor absolutely i'll turn it down i think it's a little strange because uh, you know, listen, I just think it's a strange request, whatever. So then we go, I think it was the ninth hole. I needed to go to the, I needed to find a porta potty. It was a par three over water. And I get up to the tee box and this is right after Ken had said, Hey, do you mind turning this music off? Because it's distracting to me. And as I'm addressing my ball and I'm not talking about like practice swings three feet away. I'm like, up on the ball ready to hit rick and ken and al are yapping away like two yentas behind me <laughs> and so i stop and i back off and i turn and look at them and nothing they continue their conversation full bore and breach of etiquette it's a real breach of etiquette and there was a little there was a little uh you know a little tension on the course and finally, I, you know, Rick, you know, this is bad, right? When you're talking breach of it, I had to turn and go, hey, guys, do you mind shutting the fuck up? Particularly when you just told me to turn the music off because it's distracting. Your voice is having a full-blown conversation is even more annoying, right? It's not background music. They're right six feet from me having a full-blown conversation and can see me hitting. So... I was pissed, and Ken knew it, and we had a little tension there for a couple of holes. And uh, Ken did the right thing. Ken manned up and admitted that. So really, 
I sort of dispute the results of this match because wow. oh, they, won, they won the front nine. <laughs> they won the front nine after, you know, it, talking in the middle of my tee shot on a par three. And Which we pushed, by the way. We pushed, I know, but I, you know, I, I was, I was dialed in right. to get that ball like two feet away, and instead it wound up twenty so, feet away. So if the gentleman from from Pennsylvania would yield the floor, I'd <laughs> yes. like to, uh, I'd like to make Rebut. some counterpoints. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the story about the music is true. I had day two Kenny played way better than day one Kenny. The legend of day one Kenny is dead, by the way, Rick. It's gone. It is. Right, and gone. Um, I was, I was. Feeling like I needed to step up and and and, and win that hole, um, we were ahead on the front and we needed to push or win it. Uh, I hadn't won a nine yet, and this was important to me. I I asked them to turn the music off. It was a wrong move. I I admitted turn it that. off, not down. I, he I, wanted I, it off. I wanted it off. Ooh. I should have asked them to keep it it's going. A tough it's look. Fine. Right? I don't mind music on the course. I'm not one of those people. Um, Sounds like you were. But the, I, I, I am not in that moment. Apparently I was, <laughs> but I want to I want to bring this point up, which my friend Mr. Baggage doesn't talk about. He talked about his gastrointestinal issue. Yes, oh, I'm, the I dude mean, I'm laid a fart in every single backswing that every <laughs> one of us had that day, including himself. And so the the distraction of the of the sounds coming from <laughs> behind me well, the entire day was, was while I while I will. <laughs> Good, good gentleman from Virginia. While I will admit to having some gastrointestinal issues, I absolutely refute the concept or notion that I farted during at any time during somebody's backswing or address of the ball. I was able to keep my butt trumpet anyway uh, under yeah. control, unlike you and Alan with your conversation. So, okay, no. I got two comments on that piece. I would say first off. Petty complaints are what make this a great event, right? <laughs> yes. The petty complaints that everybody oh, has. It's, it's what makes oh, it great. I wasn't letting go of this, Kevin. Right. So, it's the whole day. Number two, I would say with those two commiserating, it was your partner's job. Stevie should have been, hey, shut yeah. up. He's sweet. That's how you handle well, that. Your Stevie partner, had his own issues, Stevie. and I have to tell you this. So Stevie oh, is no. like this amazing, amazing putt at some point. I can't remember when it was in the round. Stevie was going first, and he finally hits this long putter, does something really well on the green <laughs> package. He goes, what a great read by me. What a great <laughs> read by me. So now, Stevie wasn't all that happy with John either at that point. I said, I said uh, it was a great read and great execution yeah, of the plan. You were thinking the second part, but you didn't say it. No, that's not true. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, move on to the other matches. Hey, hang uh, on. One other thing, Rick. Okay. In this match – and Ken, I, again, I, I the rounds kind of all blur to me. Didn't I hit like a super long putt to even make it close on the front nine, or I chipped something in? You you uh, you hit a long putt on the back to win sixteen, which made seventeen and eighteen worth playing for, right? And you then, but, oh no, I know what it was. It was on the front nine, I think. I chipped in and hit the flag, and yes. it bounced away. And if that had rolled in, would have changed the whole match. It would have changed the whole match because yeah. we had finally like started to get a little momentum they were inside us and i was off the green we chipped and it looked yeah. i mean it tracked the stick the whole time hit the stick bounced and yeah. it well, and again, a couple inches away, according but... to these totally unreliable stats you guys only lost by one hole all day they only shot although they shot you know it's that thing they shot two strokes better than you yeah because we had a double on one yeah, yeah, but, uh, on a hole we so had, yeah. 
vampires. That one in the books. The next two we'll go over real quickly. So, Denora, Danny, go up against McCann Sachs. Now, going into that match, you might think it's pretty even, but if Danny's playing well, it's was, trouble, and it ended up being trouble. It was a, a total sweep. They shot uh, low round, tied for low round of the day. Denora yeah. Marsh did with a 72. They won by, again, these things look like they're, they they won by one hole in the front, and they won by two on the back. So Which that were the, the last two holes, too. They won the last yeah. two holes to win it. So, you know, that's the, you know. Yeah, so it was close match. The last one was Dwyer Reed and Crumple Meza. This course, by the way, uh, the Danny Denora match reminds me of that, but because we watched them come in, I think we were the first group that day, right, Kenny? Yeah. We watched them, everybody come in. Um, just really lent it. So first of all, it just lent itself to Myrtle, pandemonium style golf. It was um, forgiving, yet challenging. The greens were never unfair. Um, Legacy was a fan. It was Legacy Golf Links, right? And it was fantastic course. Um, absolutely a great. I mean, that, that's one that we have to run back if we ever go back to Pinehurst. Agreed. It was a great course, and it, it, you can see it in the scores. I think Rick, if you got all the scores there, I think everybody shot better that day. Yeah. And I don't know that the play was a lot better, but the course was a little more fair to our style of golf so the highest score that day was a 75 and the low was a 72 there you so go. everybody if you'd have played any of these people against each other they'd be close right yep. yes right could say there and now what happened in that was crumple Mesa, uh boat race dwyer reed but again they won by one on the front and one on the back but they ended up sweeping so got to give crumple player of the day there for your team especially because he had Mesa in there and they one pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, but I think Mesa came back and, and had a great day was what we were kind of told. Um, and Krempel, just a great partner. I'm sure he played great as well, but um, that was a day where we were able to get Walter right. And, um, you know, I, I think you probably saw that day that I, we didn't see it, but the top, the top end of Walter's game was probably that day, it sounded like. So all square after day two. It's like a brand new, it's a one day, day tournament. Two. We're all square. So 21, I think after. Yep. It is all square, 21 apiece, uh, and we go into day two. Now the points are worth more. Or did you no. do that? No. We eliminated that. No. Eliminated it's the same. that. So they're all the same this time, and we've got last day we've got Dwyer Denora against Monty Meza. Yep. Now. I've heard a rumor that maybe this match wasn't totally Ken's idea. It's it's what I've heard on the streets, but I'm not sure about that. I have to nope, get confirmation. I, nope that that is that I can lay credence to that rumor. Dave Dwyer came to me and said, "Me and Denora are playing together, and we want to play against Package and Mesa." Now we were all tied, so we flipped a we literally flipped a coin to see who would roll out the first pairing. Right. Because we didn't have any idea what to do with. So with who rolled it out? Uh, well, what happened I think was I did right. Day, Dwyer kind of laid uh, down his man card to to package there on the back deck. Beautiful afternoon in 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 the village. Great day, yeah. Sitting Friday around, was a great day. Package telling stories, cornhole, a little frisbee golf going on. Yeah. Uh, hot tub, 
and pizza, um, I think, maybe. Denora basically challenged Package to a duel and said, me and Denora want you and Meza. Let's do it. And uh, So he was baited into this matchup. Yeah, no, you so. know, it, it's a, it is a funny thing, right? Like, um, this was a tough day. You're limited on who you can play people with. And, um, I, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I had a feeling I've, I've played a lot of golf with Walter. I, I, I didn't think we were the best pairing together, right? You need ham and egg, and you need somebody, you know, somebody's got to pick the other guy up, and Walter and I are liable to um, have a wheel both fall off on the same hole. I wasn't crazy about the matchup, but, again, and this goes back to, you know, I, I, I heard that some listeners to the podcast that we released last night took some offense to my comment about this, but it's more of a golf trip than it is a competition, right? The competition is ginned up, and it's, it's fake. Because if we really want to have a competition, we would play singles, and we'd eliminate shotgun mulligans, and everybody would actually play golf. And we would see who the, you know, the better golfers were down there. Um, but at the same time, I'm saying all that, I brought Walter there. That's my guy, right? Like, um, and he's a, he's a good friend, and I wanted to play with him. So, yeah, we, we were, if they wanted to play us, we were like, fuck it, let's do it. I'm, I'm good with that. I, I had concerns that that could get it off the rails, and essentially it did. They just got out in front of us, and they were up by three, four, five holes, something like that, and just put a stranglehold on I us. Mean, we played them sort of the last half a little. Uh, we may have even beaten them over the last, I don't know, 12 holes if you took cumulative, but they were way out ahead. We were really never we, – we, we made a push at one point but never got back to it, and we were just um, – first of all, I played shitty all week, so I, I don't lay any of that at the feet of Walter – I didn't have a day where I really played very good. Uh, at, now, that day, I was striping the ball. I, I I may have had to use one or two shotgun mulligans, but I was able to control the driver and move it around. Off the tee, I was as long or longer than Denora. I mean, I think Dave was super impressed. I just couldn't hit an iron. We never hit an approach. And Dave, uh, you know, Dave is sneaky good. He's gotten significantly better. Um and he hits a lot of shots. He contributes a lot of shots. And I'm not, I'm not saying anything about Denora. Denora plays good. Um, but Dave Dave is a decent golfer now, and he's he's decent in this competition. Um, I would feel I would feel confident um, playing a lot of these guys down there one on one because I think when they don't have a crutch, uh, you know, the, of a partner. I think that some of these guys would struggle. Some of these guys don't ever play their own ball a whole round. They only go out and play in this Myrtle format. Um, but Dave played really well. He stuck a couple of balls really close, and Denora did as well. They chipped, they putted. They just they just killed us. They kicked the shit out of us. And again, Walter and I never we, – we would both hit two bad shots at the same time. We didn't ham an egg. It was a bad, bad pairing, bad partnership, but – that being said, we laughed our asses off. We had a great day. I'm very glad that I played with him. I'm so glad that he came to the trip. And um, so it was a lot of fun. But I did have concerns about the pairing. And that Ken's story about how it was kind of, hey, we want to play you guys. We think you guys are playing together. 
and I didn't have that many options. You know, there's the, because you couldn't play somebody. So it was me and Walter or me and McCann, I think, or something like that were the only two options. Well, it it had boat race on it. Vegas gave it as a boat race, and it yeah. pretty much was a boat race. It yeah, was, it was uh, you race. guys shot the only 80 outside of the first round, yeah. 82 there. They shot a 77. Uh, so that was what we – they that match was what we thought it was. Yeah, yeah, it now, was. Now, the next two, you had Reed and Preeti and then Krimple Sacks. That was all tied. That was a 79, and uh, let's see, Reed and Pretty won the front, and Crumple Sacks won the back. So that was all tied. So Last, what was that, four and a half to four and a half? Three and a half, three and a half. Three and a half, three and a half. Of seven yeah. points per match? Uh, not, not much to say about that match. I, I played the best Uh-oh. golf I played all week. Did we lose um, you, Kenny? I can hear him. Can no, hear I me? couldn't hear him. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear no, you, no, Kenny. No, no, no. Uh, only thing I'll say about that match, me and Reed had that match in the bag, heading to the tee at 15, and Kremple and Sachs won three holes in a row to take the lead on the back nine and push us for the match, and um, that one, I didn't know what was going on behind me. I knew a little bit about what was going on in front of me, so I was we I was down that we weren't playing bad. It was just Kremple just went out of his nut on the last three holes, last four holes, uh, we got it back together, and we pushed the the last hole to 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 salvage the the half on the match. So, half, uh, Pinehurst Crumple is is a wagon. That's uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of this. Yeah, he's good. It was, but it it was interesting. It was like Pinehurst Crumple took the first 14 holes off, and then all of a sudden Superman got his his kryptonite out of the bag, and he was playing great. And it was, he, he, we didn't lose those three holes. They won them, and so yeah. it, it was. Great match. A little slow. I mean, I was 79s playing. a piece yeah. on there. Um, the, the last match so we had. going into the final day, what was the total number of points needed? Kenny, well, you 21-21. So whoever got to 12 points was going to win. So yeah. Whoever got and to 12 that day now would win. This, the last match to me. Not was, 11? Wasn't it seven points a match? You're right. It's, 11. Yeah, it's 11. 11. 11. Okay, so we had been swept. They were three and a half, three and a half. Uh, so if we they, if you so swept, the back one had to sweep. Yeah. Uh, well, the back one. It would have been a tie. Yeah. It would have been a tie. Yeah, yeah, they would have had to sweep to make it a tie. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they may have already, they had already lost the front nine or something. No, 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 no. You guys won the front nine. Yeah, no, you'd already had the front nine. Okay. So you were, you had it in your hands. This is Evans Marsh versus McCann and Hardiman. To me, this is the upset. This is a big upset. Evans Marsh has no business beating McCann Hardiman. That was the flipper. That is the match yeah. that flipped the, the whole thing. Yep. They came in there. Evans and Danny played. They shot 75, low round. Um, well, so there's a couple of things. I, are, are we at all concerned? Oh, hang on a second. I'm no, I'll, I'll say this. Danny Marsh was the MVP for a reason. He yeah. swept his first two matches. That front nine he lost uh, at Pine Wild, another beautiful course. I'd go back there in a second. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Um, Danny and Allen, all they needed to do was win one half of one point 
and we right. need, or one half of one nine and we well knew they didn't know good. that starting off yeah. but it, as it came in so so that's why i say like by the t- when we got swept rick essentially to me once we found out that the match behind us was halved that was like all right well the other guys certainly they probably won a, a half a point the one thing i'll say again i i put you know, my golf was not good, and I had a record of one win and two. Sw- I got swept twice, so I blame only myself, right? Because there was a lot of points on the other days that I could have had. But, but one of the things when I did have the concerns about Walter and I playing together was I thought, well, that's going to leave one of our other pairs is going to be very strong because you had Kremple, Hardeman, McCann, and Sachs, and one of those pairs was going to be a big pair. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I need to not get swept. I'm not, but, but I did think we had a chance. You know what I mean? I thought that there was, like, that Hardeman-McCann group was going to be a strong enough pairing that even if I, you know, stumbled, that they might be able to pick it up. Um, but, I mean, are we surprised that Alan Evan won points Alan Evans won points at one of these competitions I mean I'm not right so no, but like I said it was devastating him and Danny that that was that was the upset so I came yeah. away the last thing I have here is that you know the final match it seems like a blowout because it's 36.5 to 26.5 but just as we talked about that last match instead of uh Evans and Marsh winning the back and the overall if if Tim and Steve would have hung on it would have been a tie the whole thing yeah, would have, yeah, you know, yeah. flips it all the way around. Look, there's, yeah. there's probably five holes in that entire yeah. day that if they go the other way, it's me and me yeah. and Packard are talking about a different outcome. Very, right, very yeah. close. So the the final tally of people's record, and I'm gonna have, I want to ask Monty has to give a most disappointing player award to somebody on his team, not named Jack Package. Can't give uh, it to yourself. Uh, I don't know everybody's record. I mean, it, clearly, go, it would be, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the record. So it the, would clearly be me. But if I can't give it to myself, I've got to pick one of the other five so guys. There was it's here's got to be here, Walter because he got swept twice, just like I did, right? Well, let me he give got you the record. Twice and one and and did the sweeping once. So the records you have on your team, one person had a winning record. Only one person Crumple? on your entire team, Ooh. Mr. Crumple. Yeah. He was two zero oh, and one. Yeah. The other guy that was 500 was Aaron Sachs at one yeah. one and one. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else had lost. Had lost. You have McCann yeah. went one and two. You went one and two. Yeah. Meza went one and two. And Steve Hardeman went zero oh and three. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, so a couple of things. Again, it's it's on me because I left Hardeman alone on an island on day two. Um, it, you know, so yeah, that uh, I, I was definitely the most disappointing guy. I was most disappointed in my own performance in Pinehurst. Um, and Hardeman at 0 and 3, I was there, I watched what he had to do to carry me. And don't get me wrong, I mean, it's you know, in those formats, I had some holes where he where he didn't play good, and I I was the, the one, but I wasn't beating. Uh, whoever Hardeman and I played on day two, I forget. Was that Kenny and Dave? Kenny and no, Denor- I forget who we played anyway. Day two was me and Evans. You and Evans, right? Yeah. I wasn't beating you guys uh, alone. Neither was Steve. You guys uh, definitely um, played pretty good. Alan's steady, and 
Kenny was really ripping that ball with his uh, the 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 three wood. You were hitting really well, and um, uh, yeah, I would blame myself. It wouldn't never it would never be Stevie, um, you know. And I think uh, I think you know I think Walter was disappointed in his own performance, especially on day one. But on day four, we just sucked as a, as partners. So it, it's me. It's I mean, I, you could make me give it to somebody else, but there's no doubt that I'm the most disappointing. Okay, so. Kenny, on your team, yeah, wrapping it up. Yeah, this is there is one person with a losing record. Everybody else is five hundred or better. Uh, that would be Dave Dwyer went one and two. You had, but it was a team effort because nobody went three and zero. Right. Two no, guys went three and zero. Do what? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Danny did go. There. He was. He went three and zero. Denore went two and one. Allen went two and one. Yeah. You. And Brian were one, one, and one. Didn't yeah. help. Didn't hurt. No. Nope. Right down the middle. The MVP of Kenny's team, without a doubt, to me is Danny Marsh because when we, you know, there was a lot of volatility in Danny. Um, what I don't know what, what you're locking you locking it up. I, I thought he asked me the question there, Jack. Now you. I, I'm just telling you that. No, I'll, I'll tell you the MVP is. Who the MVP it? is Alan Evans because Alan Evans comes to play and doesn't lose yeah. points when he doesn't need to. Yeah, no, you're right about no. he's but Allen gave you what you would expect <laughs> Allen to give you. And and Danny, when we were ranking golfers and trying to establish fairness on teams, Danny had a lot of volatility. Um and 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 I actually dropped myself, you know, for the last few Myrtles, I've had a lot of volatility, right? Um but Danny came and he played great and uh, I think that he's the the he was the unknown factor that sort of swung things, right? If Walter showed up and played great for three days at his top level, maybe it would be Walter would be having the opposite conversation. But when Danny comes in and does Danny things like he used to back in the day, he's the one. Three three things. A, you're right. Danny played incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, two, the weather was the MVP. 70s oh. and 80s, Rick. Magnificent. Every day. Magnificent. And uh, the village of Pinehurst is yeah. an MVP because we could not have had a better house, a better camaraderie around the, the, the backyard table, um, the, the maxis, the tater barn, the, you know, just overall uh, great three days. Um, and it was, it was a, a, a great, I mean, my team won. We could have been five shots different, and John's team could have won. So, yeah. Pinehurst was, was the MVP. It's 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 a great trip, Kenny. I thank you again for putting it on. It's it's Pinehurst is awesome. I mean, it really is awesome. And you know, I know that we have the ties to Surfside and Myrtle and all that stuff, but man, um, this Pinehurst trip. I mean, I I would not be uh, averse to making that a four day event and. It was awesome. The one thing I do think sucks, Kenny, and we got to figure this out for Myrtle. I don't like going to the course that final day, and I, I I wake up feeling rushed when we have to go from course to airport. So I've got to figure that out. I've had to do that now for the last couple of Myrtles. I had to do it for this Pinehurst, and it's just it's just not a comfortable situation. I would much rather go back, chill that final night at the house, oh, yeah. and really drink in that final day of the competition 
we're we're awarding trophies and taking tro- pictures in the parking lot and everybody's saying goodbye and it's over. Um, we got to figure that out. Yep. Well, thank you both for your time, uh, Kenny. Congratulations on a, another victory. You're starting to try to get that record. What's your overall record? Do you know it off the top of your head? I've won the last two, Rick. That's all I know. I don't know about that. Thank you. Uh, all right. I'm not here to talk about the past. I'm here to talk about the present and the future. And right now I'm 2-0 and in the year 2022. So. Uh, thanks to Mr. Jack Package for leading his team. Man, he came off the first day feeling like the god of thunder. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of cigars puffing, running around. And then uh, the next two days, it's a little, little sideways, which happens. Uh, yeah, when we go to Myrtle this year, I'm going to be uh, a different a different guy at Myrtle. We're not going to overserve ourselves any day. I, I got it last year at Myrtle. I, the, you know, there was uh, there was an incident <laughs> at Pinehurst. There was some near misses. <laughs> so uh, we got to make sure <laughs> we got to make sure we uh, keep keep ourselves well fed. A lot of vegetables, a lot of water. Yep. Uh, a little little ease up on the, uh, you know, the the eating and drinking and everything else. And make sure Vegetables are the first casualty of a Myrtle trip. There, <laughs> there, there's there's none of those. I remember a uh, topping on a pizza, right? I remember Gruner one time, you know, Gruner, especially at this time, dude was like running these ultra marathons, doing all this stuff, and he's like, "How do you guys eat like this?" Like he was, he was he just was shocked at what he saw. It was just, how do you do this? So, all right, guys. Well, appreciate the time. And uh, oh, got a got a drum roll out. All I right. like it. Thank you, Rick. Good all to right. see you. Thanks, Kenny, guys. I love you, brother. It was a great trip. All we're right. Gonna, we're gonna let Elvis play us out a little Vegas. Adios, <laughs> a little boys. Less conversation, a little more action. 